The Red Dot Players present special guest, starring Peter Church, Sarah Foss, Torsten Noble, Sandy Mackay, Matt Gunn, Jason Woodford, and Deanna MacArthur. Sound mixing and post-production by Mike Minions. Written and directed by Jeremy Bone. Saturday, 7.57 a.m. Northwest Territories, Canada. 50 kilometers north of Yellowknife, in the security control room of the mysterious Vice Diamonds compound. Technician Gilbert Stubbs sits in front of a bank of CCTV monitors, carefully observing the comings and goings in the massive facility. Gil looks up at the clock and shakes his head. The reinforced metal door of the security control room slides open, and Gil's co-worker, Lyle Hamilton, appears. Lyle is red-eyed and disheveled, and his hair is standing up in every direction. Lyle stumbles to his workstation, collapses into his chair, and cradles his head in his hands. Good morning, Lyle. And how are we today? Uh, A rough night? Cutting it a bit close this morning, eh? Kiss my... Lyle? Kiss my ass, Gil. We better get started. Whenever you're ready, buddy. Whenever you're ready. Just start already. Sure thing, Lyle. <clears throat> Initiating security protocol alpha. Status quadrant A? Looks fine. Oh, come on. Do it properly. Quadrant A, secure. Status quadrant B? Quadrant B, secure. Status quadrant C? Quadrant C, secure. Status quadrant D? Quadrant D, secure. Concluding security protocol alpha. Logged at 0800 hours by Stubbs and Hamilton. Van Horn dropped off the revised security procedures for the auction tonight. We should probably take a look at them. This place is going to be crawling with guests. Uh, Lyle? Uh... <laughs> so, anything exciting happened at El Diablo's last night? Nah, El Diablo's has totally gone downhill. I thought you loved that place. Eh, not anymore. It's become a cultural wasteland, completely overrun by douchebag hipsters, ironic beards, vintage t-shirts, and trucker hats as far as the eye can see. Are you sure they're hipsters? What do you mean? It's not like El Diablo's is some vegan gastropub in Toronto. What? Well, maybe they're wearing trucker hats because they're truckers. And the women in that place, completely vapid. They meet a man with a bit of sophistication, a bit of education, and they get all skittish and uptight. Well, can you blame them? You're a pretty intimidating fellow. Want to know the worst part? I can tell they're hot for me. When I walk through the door at El Diablo's, they immediately start giggling and whispering to each other. But when I try to make a move, they suddenly have to go talk to their friends or adjust their makeup or, or text their podiatrist. They clearly feel insecure around a man of your accomplishments. I graduated from MIT with a 4.5 grade point average, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. Impressive. And I've got an artistic side. I've composed over 40 original EDM tracks on my mini synthesizer. Wow. And my songs have been downloaded thousands of times by people from all over the world. In Dusseldorf, I'm bigger than Diplo. You're quite the catch. 
Well, I can recite the dialogue from all five Die Hard movies word for word. Those ladies don't know what they're missing. Damn straight they don't know what they are missing. I'm a full-fledged factory certified honest-to-God renaissance man. So last night was a bust. Well, not entirely. Towards the end of the night, Tomlinson from R&D introduced me to his little sister. And? One thing led to another. And? We ended up necking in my Yaris. All right, Mr. Hamilton. You gonna see her again? I don't think so. She's a sweet girl and everything. Friendly, enthusiastic, nice teeth. But there's a problem. Yeah? She's, uh, she kind of resembles her brother. Oh. Who am I kidding? They're practically identical. When I kept my eyes closed, things were great. We were completely simpatico. But as soon as I opened them, I'd see Kenny Tomlinson lunging towards me with his mouth open. Oh, it threw me off my game, you know? Quite the predicament for a ruggedly masculine individual like yourself. How about you, Gil? Get up to anything fun last night? Um, No complaints. Let me guess. A foot-long pizza sub, followed by two episodes of Castaway Island Fiji, then directly to bed. Actually, I finished rewatching Castaway Island Fiji a couple days ago. Now I'm working my way through Castaway Island Philippines. The quality of the challenges improved significantly in the latter episode. Ah, my 83-year-old grandmother has more of an active social life than you do. And not only has one lung. You should have come out with me to El Diablo's last night. You just finished telling me that El Diablo's was, quote, a cultural wasteland. That's a hell of a lot better than watching reality television every night. You spend way too much time sitting in front of screens. You're going to make yourself sterile, bro. I'm perfectly content with my life. The most exciting thing you've done all year was live tweet the season finale of Celebrity Cook-Off to your 12 Twitter followers. It was fun. It was a cry for help, man. Hey, at least I don't have to worry about puking all over my workstation. You can't go on just accepting the status quo forever, Gil. You gotta shake off the rust, try new things, get out of your comfort zone. People always talk about the status quo as though it is a bad thing. The status quo means predictability, reliability, consistency. I think maintaining the status quo is a good thing. And that, my friend, is why you're so much better at your job and so much worse at life than I am. Hey, speaking of maintaining the status quo, I was talking to Lopez in HR yesterday afternoon, and he told me that they finally hired a replacement for Fredrickson. Fredrickson. Poor bastard. Yeah. Remind me never to piss off Mr. Vice. But anyway, Lopez is pretty sure the new guy is starting sometime next week. Well, she's starting tomorrow, once she's completed her new employee training. She? Yeah, her name is Rosamond something or other. She introduced herself to me in the commissary this morning. What's she like? Wait, don't tell me. Rosamond. Rosamond. I'm getting sort of a sexy librarian meets Downton Abbey vibe. Hair pulled back, cute little glasses, English accent. Does she have an accent? Well, she's from Saskatchewan, so I guess she has a Saskatchewanese accent. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? God, that's disappointing. What's wrong with Saskatchewan? Well, nothing. 
If your idea of an exciting night on the town is attending the monthly ham and scallop potato supper at your local branch of the Royal Canadian Legion. Lyle. Saskatchewan. Black flies and dust storms and laundry flapping in the wind. Lyle. Flap, flap, flap. She seems like a perfectly nice person. People who say other people are perfectly nice are the most boring people in the world. At least if you were a cynical asshole, you'd be interesting. Is she hot? She's our coworker. I'll take that as a no. I don't see what her appearance has to do with how she's completely does... helpless. You know that? I bet that little Gilly hates you. Little Gilly? What are you? Oh. <laughs> Look, Lyle. You're being incredibly inappropriate. And it's Miss Lapino. As you are aware, gentlemen, Mr. Weiss is hosting his charity art auction this evening. I trust that you both have acquainted yourself with the revised security procedures I circulated. Yes, Miss Lapino. Of course, Miss Lapino. Under absolutely no circumstances are any of Mr. Vice's guests uh, to be allowed to leave the ballroom. Quadrants A, B, and D are strictly off limits. Yes, Miss yes, Lupino. Lupino. If I learn of any security breaches, no matter how small, no matter how seemingly innocuous, I will hold you personally responsible. Do you understand? Yes, Miss Lapino. You do not want to disappoint me, gentlemen. People who disappoint me do not last along with Vice the Diamonds. Is it weird that I'm feeling turned on right now? Vitriola Lapino. There's something about her. She's just so terrifying exactly she's like a cross between sister agnes marie from catholic school and michelle pfeiffer and batman returns michelle pfeiffer catwoman was responsible for some formative experiences in my adolescence you know you really ought to consider counseling hey i just happen to appreciate assertive women very very assertive women lyle women who aren't afraid to administer a little discipline Enough, Lyle. God. Look, we'd better start reading these security procedures. Okay, fine. Hand it over to me. Sunday, 7.55 a.m. Once again, Gil is sitting by himself in the security control room of the Vice Diamonds compound. Once again, Lyle is late for work. When Lyle finally arrives, he is looking much more presentable than he did the previous morning. His hair is slicked back, his jumpsuit is ironed, and his shoes are freshly polished. Good morning, Lyle. Morning. Is a new girl here yet? Yes. She's shy, so she's hiding under her desk. Really? No, of course she's not hiding under her desk. What's wrong with you? Hey, I just want to make a good first impression. Even if she is from Saskatchewan. 
When do you think she's going to show up? I have no idea. Uh, don't you think we should get started? Fine, fine. <laughs> oh my god. What is that? What is what? That smell. Oh no, you absolutely reek. You smell a... Uh... You smell like Windex and vomit. That's my new cologne. It's called Persuasion by Kelvin Clone. Kelvin Clone? Yeah. I found it on a Russian website. Check it out. You brought your cologne to work with you. Of course. You never know when I might need up my game. Lyle, I don't even know where to begin. Wait, wait, wait. listen to this. <clears throat> Persuasion by Kelvin Clone is a revolutionary synthesis of lavender, sandalwood, and musk that assists discriminating gentlemen worldwide, achieving olfactory dominance over opposite sex. Olfactory dominance? Olfactory dominance! The new girl won't know what hit her. You are not wrong. You ready? Ready. <clears throat> Initiating security protocol alpha. Status Quadrant A. Quadrant A, secure. Status Quadrant B. Quadrant B, secure. Status Quadrant C. Quadrant C, secure. Looks like special guest is still in bed. I wish I were still in bed. Keep going. Status Quadrant D. Quadrant D, secure. Concluding security protocol alpha. Logged at 0800 hours by Stubbs and Hamilton. <sighs> God, that art auction last night seemed to go on forever. When did the last shuttle helicopter head back to Yellowknife? Two? Two thirty? Definitely not worth the overtime pay. I'm sure that Mr. Vice earned a lot of money for his charity. <laughs> yeah, right. His charity. Never even heard of Jurgen's Frobe syndrome, if you ask me. Lyle. So, have you managed to identify a special guest yet? Well, like we suspected, he's not. Professor Oliver Sterling, world-famous authority on the paintings of Giovanni Paluzzi. Obviously. As far as I can tell, no such person exists. Unless he lives in a cave and hasn't touched a computer in the past 30 years. You know who I think it is, right? Yes, of course I know who you think he is. That's all you could talk about last night. Well, wouldn't it be awesome if he were here? No. No, Ashley, it would not be awesome. It would be an unmitigated disaster. I guess so. So, if we know that special guest is an imposter, why are we letting him stay at the compound? Why not just take care of him? Mr. Vice's orders. He doesn't want special guests to know that we know that he isn't who he says he is. But isn't it kind of risky to... I'm sure that Mr. Vice has his reasons. If special guest is who we think he is... Please, Lyle. If I were in charge, I would totally... Shut up, Lyle! Just shut up for a moment! We have our orders, and I intend to follow them. Of course you do. You're the sort of guy who would ask for permission to leave a burning building. Uh, excuse me, Miss Lapino. I can't help noticing that flames are engulfing the control room, and I was wondering if... I okay, look, may... we both know that letting someone like that wander around the compound is crazy. We both know that Mr. Vice isn't exactly a poster child for rational thinking. The man just held a charity art auction within spinning distance of the Arctic Circle, for God's sake. But it's not our job to ask questions or make suggestions. 
We are cogs in a machine, and that is perfectly fine with me. I've decided to embrace my cogdom, and you should too. Obviously, I, I shouldn't have said what totally I Totally my fault, Gil. I was being a jerk. No, it's just that work has been really stressing me out recently. What with the processing all of those shipments for the art auction, vetting the guest list. Uh, Gil. All I want is for things to be straightforward and predictable, you know? Straightforward and predictable. No complications. And this is the security controller room where you will be spending the majority of your time. The other members of the controller room team, Mr. Stobbs and Mr. Hamilton, will acquaint you with the equipment and the protocols that we follow. Let me remind you again, Miss Wood, that this is the beating heart of the security here at Vice Diamonds. You must do everything in your power to ensure the controller room is not. Uh, Oh, compromised. Have I made myself clear, Miss Wood? Uh, yes. Yes, you have, Miss Lupino. Mind if I put my box down here? This is my cactus. His name is Fernando. He's a Peruvian apple cactus, also known as Sirius Peruvianus. Oh, gosh. I just introduced you to my cactus, didn't I? I probably should have begun by introducing myself. Sorry, when I'm in stressful situations, I have a tendency to ramble. As my therapist, Dr. Llewellyn says, my inner monologue becomes an outer monologue. It results in some awkward social situations. Oh my God, what stinks? Oh, factory dominance. <clears throat> Pleased to meet you, miss. The name is Wood. Rosamond Wood. Rosamond Wood, I'd like to introduce you to Lyle Hamilton, Cologne aficionado and head security systems programmer here at Vice Diamonds. My name is Gilbert Stubbs. I'm in charge of the cameras. Of course, Gilbert. We met at the commissary yesterday. You were eating a gigantic cinnamon bun. It looked really good. All gooey deliciousness. Normally, I try to avoid cinnamon buns. They have like a billion calories. During my first year of university, I ate a cinnamon bun on my way home from class every day. And I got all... Oh, not that I think you're fat. If anything, you could stand to gain a few pounds. Is this my desk? Yes. Uh, uh, yes, it is. Um, as you can see, there's not much to the control room. Just three workstations, a bunch of monitors, and a big metal door. Oh, and the emergency lockdown button. Push it at your own peril. Uh, take a moment to set up, and we'll show you how to access the security system. So, Rosie, tell us about yourself. What brings you to Vice Diamonds? Jeez, where should I begin? How about the beginning? Well, let's see. I grew up in a little copper mining town called Flin Flon, right on the Saskatchewan-Manitoba border. My dad worked as a security guard in one of the mines. Never thought in a million years I'd end up following in his footsteps. Uh-huh. We were one of a handful of families that lived on the Saskatchewan side of the border. On weekdays, when my sister and I were getting on the school bus, we used to yell, Bye, Mom! We'll see you when we get back from Manitoba. It was so crazy. Uh-huh. 
After high school, I enrolled at the University of Saskatchewan campus in Saskatoon. I planned to study marine biology. Everybody plans to study marine biology. But in my second year, I took this incredible course on data structures and algorithms. And the next thing I knew, I had a degree in computer science. Uh-huh. University of Saskatchewan, huh? That must have been fun. Small classes, lots of support, wonderful sense of community. Sure. Yeah, it, it was great. I went to MIT myself, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology in Massachusetts. It was insanely competitive, a total survival of the fittest situation. Definitely not for everyone. Of course, I somehow ended up with a 4.7 GPA. Don't know how I managed it. That's, that's very impressive. My professors used to go on and on about me. They thought I was some sort of techno savant. They wanted me to... Hey, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Lyle, but it looks like special guest is awake. Oh, gosh, this is exciting. So you've been briefed on special guest. Kind of. Mr. Van Horn told me about him when I signed in for work today. He said that special guest talked Mr. Vice's ear off at the auction and somehow finagled an invitation to spend the night at the compound. That's right. Special guest claims to be an art historian, an expert on the works of Giovanni Paluzzi. And it just so happens that Mr. Vice has one of the largest collections of Paluzzi paintings in the world. But you suspect he's an imposter? We don't suspect he's an imposter. We know he's an imposter. <laughs> at the auction last night, he didn't even know who Damien Hurst and the YBAs are. Who are Damien Hurst and the YBAs? Beats the hell out of me, but I don't claim to be some fancy art expert. Right. Want to know who I think special guest is? Oh, <clears throat> Attention security personnel. Special guest is awake and moving around his room. Repeat, special guest is ambulatory. Please stand by. Where is he? I can't see him on the monitor. He must be in the bathroom. Oh, wait, here he comes. Wow, there he is. Still can't believe he's here. He's older than I thought he'd be. Oh, check out his watch. Looks like an Omega Seamaster. I bet he's had it customized to include all sorts of cool gadgets. Whoosh. Do you think it's true what they say about his... Looks pretty real to me. Maybe he invested in some plugs. Try zooming in on... Hey, what's he doing? I don't believe it. He's searching the room for listening devices. God, people are so paranoid these days. A mic and a bouquet of flowers? <laughs> yeah, right. Total amateur hour. Ever heard of multi-directional digital amplifiers? The walls have ears, baby. What's he doing with a mirror? I think he's trying to take it off the wall. <laughs> I don't think so. That sucker isn't going anywhere. You don't think he knows about the camera? Oh my God. He winked at us. Did you see that? He winked at us. Well, shit. Attention security personnel. Special guest has left his quarters and is heading towards the dining room. Repeat, special guest is heading towards the dining room. Do not engage. Please stand by for further instructions. So, Rosie, moving to Yellowknife must have been quite an adventure for you. Did you have any difficulties finding a place to live? I was worried about that, but it turned out to be a piece of cake. I found a cozy little one-bedroom apartment downtown right next to all the shops and the restaurants. Just enough room for you and your husband, eh? Actually, I, I'm not married. Uh, so you and your boyfriend have decided to put off getting married until you're older? Smart. No boyfriend either, just uh, me and Fernando. Lyle. 
I was kind of dating this musician called Javier back in Regina, but we broke up before I moved up here. Javier was a sweet guy, really kind, really emotionally available, but there's only so much pan flute playing a person can take, you know? And I know this sounds superficial, but he had this verbal tick I just couldn't stand. He talked about himself in the third person. Javier is going to the gym. Javier feels like Thai food tonight. Hey. When my Aunt Margie died, he told me, Javier is very sorry for your loss. I knew I had to end things between us. Hey, Rosie, I just had a crazy idea. Yeah? If you'd like, I'd be happy to show you around town, help you get your bearings. I know this incredible little night spot called El Diablo's where we could grab a drink after work. They have margarita chicken wings. Wow, Lyle, that is such a generous offer. Attention security personnel. Special guest has asked the cooking staff to prepare him smoked salmon and scrambled quail eggs. But I'm not really into bars. I'm actually kind of a homebody. And besides, I I have plans for tonight. Oh, you do? Every year, I reread the Harry Potter series, and I only have about 120 pages left in the Deathly Hollows. Believe me, my evening is spoken for. Repeat, smoked salmon and scrambled quail eggs. Please stand by. Geez, here we are blathering away while poor Gilbert's doing all of the work. I hope you don't mind providing me with a bit of on-site training, Gil. Oh, of course not. It, uh, it'd be my pleasure. <laughs> uh, uh, let's get started. Uh, the first thing you need to know is that... Sunday, 1.57 p.m. Gil is sitting at his workstation, but instead of watching the CCTV monitors, he is looking at Rosamond's desk, which she has personalized with family photos, a Saskatchewan Rough Riders pennant, and her cactus. Fernando. (laughs) When he hears the sound of the door's keypad, Gil quickly turns to face the monitors. Lyle enters. He is carrying two gigantic takeaway cups of coffee on a cardboard tray. His name is printed on one of the cups in large block letters. Ah, Thanks for the coffee, Lyle. Uh, But you know as well as I do that we shouldn't have liquids in the control room. If one of us spills on the... The coffee isn't for you, dum-dum. It's for Rosie. Where did she go? She's in HR filling out paperwork. You know how they are with their security checks. You didn't put on more of that god-awful cologne, did you? My headache was just starting to clear up. Hey, this stuff is doing its job. I'm not going to mess with success. She's totally into me. What makes you think that? Oh, I have an intuitive understanding of female body language. The way a woman sits, the way she carries herself, the dilation of her pupils. What? Well, let's just say that young Miss Wood has reserved a table for one at Chateau Lyle. She wants everything on the menu. What? What are you even saying, Lyle? That you're some sort of disgusting sex restaurant? You and Rosamond don't even have anything in common. She's sweet and geeky and interesting. And you're... Well, you're you. Oh, my God. You like her. Oh, shut up. Oh, little Gilly, you're alive. Uh, Look, this is not a conversation I want to have with you. 
Rosamond is our co-worker, and I refuse to demean oh, her. This is an unexpected development. Okay, let's just do the afternoon sweep, okay? Initiating security protocol alpha. Status quadrant A. No offense, but she's out of your league. Quadrant A secure. Status quadrant B. Well, don't get me wrong. I think it's great that you're getting in the game. Quadrant B secure. Status quadrant C. But if you set your sights too high, you'll only end up disappointing yourself. Quadrant C secure. Status quadrant D. If you like, I'll introduce you to Tomlinson's little sister. Quadrant D secure. Concluding security protocol alpha. Logged at 1400 hours by Stubbs and Hamilton. Whatever, man. Let the best man win. Let the best man win what? Rosamond. Oh, just a little sports wager. I bet Gil here $20 that the um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders are going to make it to the playoffs. No way. You're a fan of the Rough Riders? <laughs> what can I say? I've loved them since I was a kid. They're my favorite football team. Mine too. It's so nice to meet another Rough Riders fan. So what do you think of their defensive game this year? In my opinion, their blockers have really improved. That's just what I was going to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. And how about their chasers? Don't you think they've been doing an incredible job of maintaining possession of the quaffle? Absolutely incredible. Lyle. Give me your honest opinion, Lyle. One fan to another. Do the Rough Riders have a shot at the Quidditch Cup this year? Hey, if they keep their eyes on the prize, Anything is possible. Well, I'm no football expert, but it sure sounds like you know what you're talking about. Go, writers, go. <laughs> go, writers, go. So, Rosie, to welcome you to the control room, I picked you up a caramel swirl latte at the commissary with extra caramel. Oh, careful. It's pretty hot. Oh, oh wow. Thanks, Lyle. That's uh, very sweet of you. But no thanks. I try to avoid caffeine. It makes me sick to my stomach. So what's the latest on special guest Gil? Hmm? Who? Is he still pretending to examine Mr. Vice's art collection? Yes. Yes, he is, but it looks like he's about to be interrupted. Attention security personnel. She-Wolf is entering the gallery. Repeat, She-Wolf is entering the gallery. Please stand by. Oh, exciting. Turn up the audio. Do you like what you see, Professor Sterling? I do indeed, Signorina Lupino. Mr. Weiss's collection is absolutely breathtaking. Mm, it was kind of you to accept Mr. Weiss's invitation to inspect his collection. Well, I could never turn down an opportunity to get up close and personal with such an exceptional body of work. Seriously? Did he just refer to her as an exceptional body of work? And tell me, Professor, what is it about Pelosi's art that intrigues you so? The shapes, the curves. They seduce the eye, drawing one in, leaving one powerless to resist. This is probably the single ickiest conversation I've heard in my entire life. What are you talking about? She seems totally into it. Of course, she seems totally into it. She's trying to seduce him for information. I don't think so. 
he's seducing her for information. Admit it, Lyle. If special guest said something like that to a woman at El Diablo's, she'd laugh in his face. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Those are some baller moves. If you ask me, special guest is a total... Uh Uh-oh. Attention security personnel. Snow King is entering the gallery. Repeat, Snow King is entering the gallery. Please stand by. So this should be interesting. Ah, Professor Sterling. I see that you have made the acquaintance of my chief of security, Miss Lupino. I trust that Vitriola has given you a thorough overview of my collection. We were just getting started. Ha! Awesome. Good afternoon, Mr. Vice. Mr. Vice prefers not to shake hands. Please, take a seat. You must excuse my poor manners, sir. When I was a young man, I suffered a grievous injury to my hands, and many people find my prosthesis unsettling. Think he's going to do the Crucible of Ice and Snow speech? Seems like a perfect opportunity. What's the Crucible of Ice and Snow speech? Many years ago, while completing my doctorate in geological engineering, I participated in a research expedition to a place called Lancaster Sound on Ellesmere Island. We were testing for Garnet and other indicator minerals, trying to locate a kimberlite pipe. Near the end of the expedition, our camp was destroyed by a freak snowstorm, a mad whim of Mother Nature. Sadly, all my colleagues perished. Jeez, that's horrible. It gets worse. Although I somehow survived the storm, I felt certain that my death was imminent. My body was ravaged by the cold, and I was surrounded on all sides by a vast expanse of frozen wasteland. For days I raved and cursed the heavens, my mind in the throes of a profound existential crisis. Here it comes. Yet somehow... In the midst of my torment, I found within myself a deep reserve of strength, a will to survive that animated me when by all measures of science and philosophy, I should have succumbed to the elements. Check it out. I got this part totally memorized. It It was there in that crucible of ice ice and snow snow that I was was transformed into a man of purpose, a man of vision, a man destined to reshape the very planet. I knew that I... Hey, why'd you turn off the sound? I was just getting into character. Believe it or not, Mr. Vice is still warming up. Sometimes he goes on like that for 10 or 15 minutes. You can see why he doesn't do a lot of press. Long story short, three days after the snowstorm, through an incredible stroke of luck, Mr. Vice was discovered by a group of Inuit hunters. They dragged his frozen ass 200 kilometers to the Eureka Research Base, which has the only airstrip on Elsmere Island. Lucky bastard. He was so badly frostbitten that he lost his earlobes, his fingers, and most of his toes. And those are only the body parts that we know about. Hey, isn't Lancaster Sound where Mr. Vice established his first diamond mine? Oh, that's right. Despite the fact that all of his colleagues were killed and he nearly froze to death, he returned to Lancaster Sound the following summer where he promptly discovered one of the most valuable Kimberlite pipes in the world. Like I said before, he's a lucky bastard. Uh, Lucky? 
Hey, Gil, I think special guest is saying something. Turn up the volume. It's a truly impressive collection. Would it be presumptuous of me to assume that your harrowing experience in the Arctic is at the root of your fascination with Pelusi's work? You are correct, sir. There is something about Pelusi's paintings that resonates deep within my soul. Take this piece, for example. A few strokes of color crushed by an avalanche of blank space. The fragility of life juxtaposed with the overwhelming power of death. A delicate balance, to be sure, Mr. Vice. Like all truly great artists, Pelusi had an innate understanding of the human condition. He understood the inevitability of destruction. Yes, and the folly of hubris. Quite so, Professor Sterling. Quite so. Let me thank you again, Mr. Weiss, for the opportunity you've given me. I am very much looking forward to examining your collection, exposing all of its secrets. Oh, God, look at Weiss. He's really pissed off. His face is going all red. There goes his cane. Think nothing of it, Professor Sterling. And now you must excuse me. I have a most pressing meeting with one of my subcontractors. We shall resume a conversation at dinner. In the meantime, I'll leave you in Vitriola's capable hands. I can't think of any place I'd rather be. Do be careful, uh, Professor Sterling. My employer is not the one with whom you should trifle. Neither am I, darling. Neither am I, darling. <laughs> He's so cool. You're kidding, right? Special guest is clearly awful at his job. What makes you think that? Well, let's see. He waltzed into the compound without any backup. He blew his cover almost immediately, and he threatened Mr. Vice. Made him nervous. Put him on edge. And all of those horrible double entendres. His double entendres are incredible. It's all psychological warfare, you guys. He's riling Vice up on purpose, getting into his head. Who knew that corporate espionage was so intense? Corporate espionage? Lyle. So you think Special Guest is snooping around the compound because he wants to steal top secret mining technology? Of course. Why else would he be here? Uh, this is dangerous territory, Lyle. She doesn't have full security clearance yet. Ugh, Rosie, honey, exactly how much do you know about Vice Diamonds? Quite a lot, actually. I googled the heck out of Vice Diamonds before my interview. My cousin Martin is kind of an expert when it comes to job interviews. He's been unemployed since 2013. And he told me you should always thoroughly research potential employers. I know that in addition to diamond mining, Mr. Vice has interests in defense, robotics, agriculture, real estate. So no one's told you about his uh, side project? His side project? You mean collecting works of art that look like they were painted by my six-year-old nephew on an off day? Lyle, now is not the time for this conversation. Uh, no offense, Rosamond, but you're brand new here, and without proper- uh, Calm down, buddy. She's going to find out about Project Hellshaft eventually. Project who what? Lyle, you idiot! Why can't you shut up? 
You're going to get us in so much trouble. Give me that cup. It's not that bad. Come on Lyle, now. Give me the cup. No, hey, Lyle. this is my coffee. Don't touch. Ah! My coffee. Oh, thank God. I was worried that the entire system was system going to. System shutting down. Well, at least we still have. Power shutting down. I think we screwed up, guys. This is what we get for not staying focused. For allowing ourselves to get distracted from the task at hand. For bringing caramel swirl lattes with extra caramel into the control room. We've got to blot up all of this freaking coffee. Relax, you two. I know this system inside and out. The computers are going to reboot in a couple of seconds, and then we'll be able to get the rest of the compound back online. We'll tell the delectable Miss Lapino that there was a freak power surge. Nothing we could have done to prevent it. Fine. Fine. She's never going to believe that, but fine. You must have some paper towels around here somewhere. Socks! What? Give her your socks, buddy. What? Hurry! Okay, okay. There's there's too much coffee. Your socks aren't going to be able to absorb it all. Uh, give her your shirt, Gil. My shirt? Your shirt, Gil! Look, my socks are one thing, but I really don't think that anyone wants ah, to see me in my screw shirt. Screw it! Here, take my shirt. This seems very unprofessional. But take it! Power restored to all quadrants. See? What'd I tell you? Now, all we need to do is relaunch the primary drives. Everything should be back online in three, two, one. Presto! Oh, wait, hold on. Presto! All systems are now online. Oh, thank goodness. See, you guys? Everything is fine. Nothing to worry about. You will explain it yourselves. No, there was a screwed up power surge. One in a we let you down, chance, admittedly so. Admittedly so, but it's not going to happen again. Silencio! I cannot help observing, Mr. Hamilton, that you are not wearing a shirt. And your waste basket contains an empty coffee cup with your name printed on it, along with what appear to be several articles of wet clothing. Mr. Hamilton, you will come with me. It's my fault, Ms. Lapino. I bumped into Lyle and made him spill his coffee. If you do not return to your workstation and resume your duties immediately, Mr. Stubbs, I will have no choice but to require all three of you to report to Mr. Vice for disciplinary measures. Have I made myself clear? Come along, Mr. Hamilton. Don't worry, guys. I'll explain everything to Mr. Vice. He seems like a pretty reasonable guy, right? <laughs> oh, it's, it's not like this is a Fredrickson situation. Jeez, that is one scary lady. She's like a tiger shark in Christian Dior. I think I peed a little. But hey, I'm sure that Lyle's going to be fine. It was just an accident. I mean, what's the worst they're going to do to him? I have no idea, Rosalind. Not a clue. There's only one thing I know for sure. What's that? This is definitely a Fredrickson situation. Sunday, 6.58 p.m. In the security control room of the Vice Diamonds compound, all evidence of the spilled coffee is gone. Rosamond is sitting at her workstation, occasionally tapping keys on her keyboard, while Gil paces nervously. He is wearing new socks. 
I'm sure that he's going to be completely fine. So they send him a disciplinary letter. So they dock his pay for a couple of days. So what? Gil? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right, Rosamond. Everything is going to be completely fine. It's just... I can't stop thinking about Fredrickson. Fredrickson? The technician you replaced. Quiet, balding guy. Talking about Premier League football a lot. Obsessed with Dachshunds. What? What happened to him? He met a woman online. And? And he started messaging her from his work computer. Probably told her some things about Vice Diamonds that he shouldn't have. The next thing you know, he was... Let go? Terminated. Oh. After what happened to Fredrickson, Lyle and I used to joke that we were untouchable. That there was no way Mr. Vice could afford to get rid of another control room technician. Oh. Yeah, I guess we were wrong about that. Look, Gil, I'm worried about Lyle too. But I'm sure that he is going to come walking through that door any minute. In the meantime, though, we've got a job to do. You told me that we are supposed to log a full security sweep every half hour, and it's nearly seven o'clock. Come on, Gil. I need to learn how to do this stuff. And we don't want to piss off she who must not be named. (laughs) You're right. Of course, you're right. Let's get started. Initiating security protocol alpha. Status quadrant A. Quadrant A, secure. Status quadrant B. Quadrant B, secure. Status quadrant C. Quadrant C, secure. Status quadrant D. Quadrant D, secure. Concluding security protocol alpha. Logged at 1900 hours by Stubbs and Hamilton. Uh, (laughs) Stubbs and Wood. So you and Lyle have worked together for quite a while, huh? Two years. We were hired at the same time. He must be an... (laughs) Interesting coworker? No, he's not that bad. I seriously contemplate strangling him at least once or twice a day, but he's not that bad. We're just really different people. Yeah? I like to keep things under control, you know? I write lists, follow schedules, make plans, that sort of thing. And Lyle, he thrives on chaos. I had a roommate like that once, Tabitha. Her life was like a 1940s movie serial. Every time I saw her, she was dealing with a new crisis. One time, she got into a three-hour screaming match with her boyfriend. She ended up throwing half my Ikea dishes at him, winged him pretty good with my gravy boat. And I was like, hey, I'm trying to watch Celebrity Cook-Off here. (laughs) During the six months that I knew her, she had eight different boyfriends. And she got engaged to three of them. But let me guess. Despite all of her foibles, Tabitha taught you the importance of seizing the day of living life to the fullest. Not really. I went home to Flin Flon for the weekend, and when I got back, Tabitha was gone, along with my TV, my Xbox, and my Ravenclaw scarf. And she owed me two months' rent. (laughs) So much for life lessons from charming nonconformists. Personally, I'd choose boring and reliable over free-spirited and unpredictable any day of the week. Did you just call me boring? Hey, check it out. Special guest is heading to bed early this evening. That's a relief. We won't need to worry about him sticking his uh, nose into places it doesn't. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh? Looks like special guest has a special guest of his own. Miss Lupino, what are they? 
What do you think there? <gasps> Gross. We probably shouldn't. Yeah, I agree. We definitely shouldn't. Although, technically speaking, we are supposed to monitor any unusual happenings. And this certainly counts as an unusual happening. Don't want to shirk our responsibilities. Your employer is playing a dangerous game, Signorina Lipina. What's so wrong, Professor? Don't you like a game? I like to win. Very well. Let's uh, dispense with the pleasantry, shall we? Tell me, what do you know about Project Hellshaft? If you want me to talk, darling, you're going to have to rough me up first. So, Flynn Flon, Saskatchewan? Yep. Shall we set the mood with some music, darling? Small town, huh? Tiny. Nice place to grow up? Pretty fabulous. Actually. Oh, Professor! Fishing and hiking in the summer. Sure. Yes, amigo. Snowmobiling and skiing in the winter. Yes, amigo. We were always just uh, busy, you know? That sounds like heaven. For our eyes only, darling. Hey. What happened to the CCTV feed? I think he threw his jacket over the mirror. He is definitely onto us. Just so you know, that's not the sort of thing you see every day at Vice Diamonds. Apart from the R&D labs in Quadrant A, the place is pretty quiet. Gilbert? I mean, last Friday, Lyle and I watched a lab tech pick his nose for a solid five minutes. That was the highlight of the entire week. Gil, we need to talk about what just happened. It's just that since my wife and I broke up, I've tried to avoid any situations in which... Gil, Vitriola Lupino just asked special guest about Project Hellshaft. What? Oh, right, Project Hellshaft. Well, like I mentioned, that's actually a classified subject. Don't you think it might be a good idea to tell me what Project Hellshaft is? Special guest seems to know more about it than I do. I'm really not supposed to. Uh, if you had a higher security clearance, I could, but... Okay, all, all right. Now you have to promise me that you're not going to freak out about this. Cross my heart. You know that Mr. Vice is a bit eccentric, right? He's a massive freak show with a god complex and robot hands. Not that having robot hands means no, no. that, that well, you're Like fat. a lot of eccentric billionaires, Mr. Vice has funneled a substantial chunk of his personal fortune into a side project. You mean like Howard Hughes and his planes? Or Elon Musk and SpaceX? Exactly. Only Mr. Vice's side project is a bit less uh, practical. He's digging a hole. He's digging a hole? Shh. Yes, he's digging a hole, a very, very deep hole, maybe the deepest hole. Mr. Vice is using his diamond mine at Mount Ikuma as a cover. He's had a team working on it for almost two years. It's been a massive undertaking. But why? Is he conducting some sort of tests? Is he trying to set a world record? What's he up to? I have no idea. Aren't you interested? 
The guy responsible for the crucible of ice and snow speech is spending millions of dollars to dig a top secret hole in the middle of nowhere, and you don't want to know why. You promised me that you weren't going to freak out about this. Vice is a dangerous man, Gil. Can't you see that? If there were a magazine called Megalomaniacs Monthly, he'd be on the cover. Probably smoking a cigar and staring off into the distance like he's plotting something nefarious. Look, even if Mr. Vice is plotting something nefarious, I guarantee that nothing will come out of it. Project Hellshaft is its just a hobby, like scrapbooking or making fruit leather in your basement. He's not actually going to hurt anyone. You're willing to take that risk? It's not my job to ask questions, Rosamund. I'm just a cog in the so wheel. So if Mr. Vice does something horrible, something you could have prevented, you'll be okay with it? Well, will you? Of course not. I... Of course not. So, you were married once? Back in Vancouver. Does that surprise you? Not really. You're a nice enough guy. You're even kind of cute. At least by Flin Flon standards. Great. I mean, if you were in one of those boy bands I listened to as a kid, you definitely wouldn't be the lead singer. But I can see you as the weird, angsty one. The one that all the weird, angsty girls secretly liked. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure I would have been a real hit at Flin Flon High. Hap not collegiate, actually. So, what went wrong between the two of you? Nothing much. We just kind of grew apart, you know? One day she asked me, point blank, why she should stay with me. And I, uh, I couldn't come up with a good answer. Way to fight for your relationship, Gilbert. I just felt like she deserved to be with someone exciting. Someone who doesn't overthink things. And that's never been me. I think you're underestimating yourself. After Lori left, I was a complete mess. I spent three days in the tub eating cookie dough ice cream and listening to Adele on my iPhone. Then I applied for a job in Yellowknife. (laughs) It's not funny. It's a little bit funny. You must have been shriveled up like a raisin. (laughs) Okay, I guess it's a little bit funny. Look, Gil, I've only just met you, so this is probably way out of line but I hope you don't play it safe forever. Like Dr. Llewellyn says, if you want to be happy, you need to be willing to take chances, to put yourself out there. You don't want to miss out on something good, you know? Hold that thought. Something's happening. Something big. Attention security personnel. She-Wolf has handcuffed special guest and is taking him to the observation room. Repeat, She-Wolf has handcuffed special guest and is taking him to the observation room. Please stand by. Oh my gosh. Is that a harpoon gun she's pointing at him? I think so. So many weapons options and she chooses a harpoon gun. A harpoon gun! I understand the whole crucible of ice and snow motif, but that's freaking ridiculous. Special guest and she-wolf have joined Snow King on the platform above the enclosure. Repeat, special guest and she-wolf have joined Snow King on the platform above the enclosure. Please stand by. Ah, Professor Sterling, so good of you to join me. Please, take a seat. Bind him tightly, Vitriola. We do not want our guest engaging in any desperate heroics. Yes, Mr. Vice. 
Now then, Professor, if you are quite comfortable, please direct your eyes to the enclosure beneath us. Allow me to introduce you to my dear friend Bjorn. A magnificent specimen, wouldn't you agree? He weighs almost 2,000 pounds, you know, and those canines of his are more than three inches long. Bad news indeed for any poor creature unfortunate enough to cross this path. Threatening me isn't going to work, Vice. I'm not telling you anything. On the contrary, sir. You are going to tell us everything since Vitriola's efforts to extract information from you proved disappointing. Very disappointing. Sorry, darling. That has never happened to me before. I've decided to take a more hands-on approach. We know that somehow you gained access to our research and development labs during our unfortunate power outage. We know that you downloaded information about Project Hellshaft onto a USB drive. Now tell us what you've done with it. Come now, you do not wish to suffer the same fate as your accomplice in the control room. Oh God, Lyle, they fed him to the bloody polar bear. You're going to pay for what you did to her. Her? 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 The new security technician, Rosamond Wood. She must be the interloper. I'll deal with her. Get out of my way, Gil. Who, who are you? And what are you doing with Fernando? Fernando! You murdered Fernando! Sorry, Gil, but I needed somewhere to hide the USB drive and my pistol. Now, get out of my way. I don't want to have to hurt you. You bumped into Lyle to make him spill his coffee on your computer. You disarmed the security system so that special guests could break into research and development. Gil... And you have the drive special guests used to download Vice's plans for Project Hellshaft. He must have left it somewhere for you to pick up on your break. Listen to me, Gilbert. I'm not letting you leave. Emergency lockdown protocol engaged. Damn it, Gil. It's great that you're finally asserting yourself, but your timing is awful. Is there another way out of here? I don't know who you are, but you're obviously a thief and a liar, and it's my responsibility as a security technician to- You can't be serious. Sure, Vice Diamonds is engaged in some questionable activities, but what multinational corporation hasn't engaged in questionable activities? Ultimately, who's to say what activities are questionable? This is no time for moral relativism, Gil. We've been monitoring Vice for months. What are you? Late last week, we discovered his so-called charity art auction was just a smokescreen a cover he was using to acquire components of a nuclear bomb. A nuclear bomb. Honestly, Rosamond, I'm sure that this is all just a big- He killed your friend, Gil. Look, right here, right now, you are one of the bad guys. It's as simple as that. If you prefer not to be one of the bad guys, you better start helping me. Understand? Yes, I understand. Now, is there some way I can override the emergency lockdown? That crazy woman, Lupino, is going to get here any minute. Lyle programmed the system. He told me that the only person authorized to override an emergency lockdown is Mr. Vice himself. Great. Looks like we're going to have to fight our way out of here. But 
you're from Flin Flon. Here, smash Fernando's pot over the head of anyone who comes through that door. Well, that seems unnecessarily violent. Couldn't we just persuade Do it. Them? So, just out of curiosity, were any of the things you told me true? Now is not the time, Gil. But did you really grow up in Flin Flon? Did you really have a roommate called Tabitha? Gil. Have you ever even read the Harry Potter books? Why isn't the door opening? Like I said, the only person authorized to override an emergency lockdown is Mr. Vice. Ms. Lapino has probably gone back to the observation room to get him. Let's find out. And thus, when the bomb is detonated deep within the bowels of the earth, the magma chamber will be pierced and Mount Ikuma will sing again with an explosive force that makes the eruptions of Tambora and Krakatoa look like the children's science experiments. You're a madman, Vice. Not a madman, sir. A visionary. A prophet. Project Hellshaft will cloak the earth in a great cloud of ash, ushering in a glorious volcanic winter. A crucible of ice and snow that will reshape the entire planet. Cities will fall. Crops will fail. Air traffic will cease. And millions of people will die. Necessary casualties of this great undertaking. Although many will perish, the strong and the resourceful will survive, and the earth will be reborn. Just as I was reborn in the frozen wasteland of Elsmere Island. Oh my god. Just like making fruit leather in your basement, huh? Only by pushing the planet to the very brink of destruction can we hope to resurrect it. And now, I fear that I have kept Bjorn from his dinner for far too long. Goodbye, Mr. Someone's at the door. Get into position. Mr. Vice can't be in two places at once. There's no way that door is going to... Lyle? He's alive! Lyle is alive! Lyle was alive, and I just killed him. He's all right, Gil. Hey, buddy. Oh, thank God. I, I thought that Vice fed you to his polar bear. Uh, he tried to. When old Bjorn dragged me into his den... I was sure I was a goner. Fortunately for me, Bjorn wasn't thinking about food. What do you mean? Lyle? No. It turns out that persuasion by Calvin Crone has an even more powerful effect on polar bears than it does on the ladies. What are you... Don't ask, buddy. Just don't ask. After about 45 minutes, I managed to escape into an air duct. Wow. You, you were like John McClane in Die Hard. yippee ki melon farmer. I was still in that duct trying to decide what to do next when I heard special guests spill the beans about Rosamund. I figured you might need my help. But how did you open the control room door? Hey, when it comes to security technology, I'm unstoppable. Don't forget, I graduated from MIT with a 4.9 grade point average. Plus, I keep a system override code on a post-it in my wallet, just in case. Enough chit-chat. We've got to get out of here. Oh, hey, Rosie. I didn't see you there. So you're a secret agent, huh? 
I guess that explains why she didn't want to go out to El Diablo's with me. She was afraid that she would compromise her mission. Yeah, that explains it. I'm telling you, Gil, if our girl Rosie weren't busy being a super spy or whatever, she'd be making reservations at Chateau Lyle. You're lucky you just suffered a head injury, bucko. Let's go. Wait, I've got an idea. Attention all personnel. There has been a toxic chemical spill in research and development. All employees must evacuate the building immediately. Repeat, there has been a toxic chemical spill in research and development. All employees must evacuate the building immediately. Good thinking, Gil. That should give us the cover we need. Now let's get the hell out of here. Not so fast, Miss Wood. Now, kindly pass me your pistol, or I will be forced to launch a harpoon into your heart. Harpoon gun? Really? It's just so impractical. I see that some additional personnel changes are necessary in the controller room. Mr. Hamilton, I thought we had disposed of you. Sorry to disappoint you, Miss Lupino. No matter. Soon all three of you will be quite dead. Well, I appreciate my employers a flair for the dramatic. I have always found that if you want a job done properly, you need to do it to yourself. Vice is insane. You must realize that. If we don't stop him, it'll mean the end of the world as we know it. Exactly. Project Hellshafta will purge the planet of corruption and result in a glorious rebirth, a new Eden of ice and the snow. So what you're saying is that you're just as wackadoo as Vice is. I'm sorry, Miss Wood, but you're just not working out here at Vice Diamonds. We're going to have to let you go. Uh, excuse me, Ms. Lapino. Have you tried Lyle's new cologne? Oh, my eyes! Gil, Lyle, hide under your desks. I'll take care of her. Is it weird that I still find Miss Lapino kind of attractive? Get her, Rosamond! I know that we don't really have a lot in common. Hit her! Hit her! She did try to feed me to a polar bear. Kick her! Kick her! But still, I feel like there's a spark between us, you know? A sexual energy. Oh god, stop kicking her! I guess it just wasn't meant to be. Miss Lapino tried to terminate us, boys, so I had to give her the shaft. Sorry, that was terrible. When my adrenaline kicks in, I have a hard time resisting wordplay. Jimmy? Can you hear me? Oh, hello, Rosamond. You had me rather worried. I take it that you've dealt with Signorina Lupino. I have. And are you still in the control room, darling? Watching my every move? I am, at least for the moment. And I have the flash drive. Smashing. Say, while you were monitoring the compound, you didn't happen to overhear that Lupino woman leveling any accusations against me regarding an incident of coitus interruptus, did you? God, this is hardly the time to get into any- You must understand, darling. 
that more than half the women I sleep with end up trying to kill me. Reeks utter havoc on a chap's self-confidence. Save it for Dr. Llewellyn, Jimmy. What's your current status? Couldn't be better, darling. I've been sampling some of Mr. Weiss's vintages. Chateau Mouton, Ruthschild, 47. Dom Perignon, 53. Delightful Bollinger. He had excellent taste in wine. Had? After I freed myself with the laser mounted on my watch, I had a devil of a time grappling with Weiss and those robot claws of his. But eventually I got the better of him. I knew his watch was going to have a laser. I knew it. How did you neutralize him, Jimmy? Judo? Krav Maga? A swift kick to the icicles, darling. Then I tossed him into the polar bear enclosure. Seemed like the most prudent course of action. Besides, the poor creature had been promised a meal and I couldn't bear to disappoint him. Have you checked the enclosure? Is it possible that Vice is still alive? Seems unlikely, darling. I'd offer him a helping hand, but it would appear that his hands are all that's left of him. Shall I, as the Americans say, call in the cavalry? You'd better. We can't risk the possibility of the bomb components getting back into circulation on the black market. Give me three minutes. Righto. I'll see you at the rendezvous point, Major. See you there, Jimmy. So let me get this straight. You're a major? Yep. And you work for some sort of ultra-top-secret international spy agency? Yep. And you call special guest, the most suave, sophisticated secret agent who ever lived, Jimmy? Yep. All the time. He hates it. (sighs) That's a lot to process. You know, you're right, Gil. Jimmy is a terrible spy. He's indiscreet, he's cocky, and he's pathologically incapable of keeping his Walther PPK in its holster. But he does a hell of a job of distracting people. Look, you two need to clear out of here. We've got about 90 seconds until airstrike. If I were you, I'd head for the emergency exit next to shipping and receiving. You should have more than enough time to make it out of the compound. Goodbye, Gilbert. Thanks for helping me save the world. I'll think about you whenever I reread my Harry Potter books. Goodbye, Rosamond. What did she just say about an airstrike? We've got to get out of here. Oh my god, wait, 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 wait. What is it? I just about forgot about my bottle of persuasion by Calvin Clone. Oh, you bloody idiot. Run! Run! Five minutes later, the Vice Diamonds compound has been reduced to a pile of smoking, twisted rubble. Gil and Lyle are trudging down the road leading to Yellowknife. Their faces are smudged with soot, their hair is scorched, and their jumpsuits are in tatters. (laughs) Crazy day at work, huh? The craziest. Who would have thought that we were the bad guys? I know, right? Although... The fact that Mr. Vice was funneling millions of dollars into something called Project Hellshaft probably should have been a tip-off. Eh, probably. Oh well, at least we don't have to get up early tomorrow. Yeah, that's a relief. So, uh, are you going to start looking for a new job right away? I don't think so. I've got some money saved up. and I've always wanted to see the world. Maybe I'll spend a couple of months backpacking in Southeast Asia or something. 
Sounds good, man. How about you? Don't know. But this is clearly a sign that I've let my combination of raw talent and sexual charisma ferment for long enough. Ferment? Perhaps I'll trade my mini keyboard in for a full-size keyboard and start making music full-time. Put out an album. Maybe go on tour. What are you talking about? The sweaty discotheques of Dusseldorf have been calling my name for a long time now, Gil. It's time I finally answered. Remember what I said about counseling? You know, I think that Rosamund chick really liked you. You do? Absolutely. Given her line of work, I can imagine her being very attracted to guys who are safe and boring. Right. Like a world-class chef who secretly gorges on Twinkies. Thanks. Or a famous fashion designer who wears sweatpants and hoodies after work every day. That's very flattering. Or a virtuoso pianist who unwinds by playing the bongos. Or the kazoo. Enough. Of course, if she had heard me bust out my Hans Gruber impression, she wouldn't have been able to resist me. I'm going to give you until the count of three to give me your phone number, Miss Wood. There will not be a four. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So assuming that Bjorn doesn't pick us off before we're rescued, are you coming out to El Diablo's tonight? Well, I do have a couple of episodes of Castaway Island Philippines waiting for me on my DVR. But I suppose those can wait. Excellent. You know, I used to be a pretty good dancer. Yeah? My ex forced me to take lessons. Maybe I'll dazzle those hipster girls with my fresh moves. Whoa, look at Gil walking on the wild side. What can I say? I seem to have developed an appetite for danger. You've been listening to the Red Dot Players presentation of Special Guest, starring Peter Church as Gil Stubbs, Sarah Foss as Rosamund Wood, Torsten Nogel as Lyle Hamilton, Sandy Mackay as Vitriola Lupino, Matt Gunn as Conrad Weiss, and Jason Woodford as Special Guest, and me, Deanna MacArthur, as your narrator. Sound mixing and post-production by Mike Minions, Written and directed by Jamie Bowen. Hellshaft was performed by Deanna MacArthur. Which double O are you again? Was written and performed by Gabriel Richards of GBR Music. The Red Dot Players are a theatre company sponsored by Okanagan College in Kelowna, British Columbia. To find out more about the Red Dot Players, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and visit our website at www.reddotplayers.com The Red Dot Players will return.
Taking you down 